0: So this is take three point five of our opener.
1: Hello everyone.
0: And welcome to episode two of Hello Hello you. you. Oh. Again. Not in sync.
1: Bye, bye bye. Sorry. Continue. Okay.
0: So I thought maybe we can recap again of the things we've been doing these past few weeks um All right. so the first thing i have on my list is the marriage conference mm-hmm. um which was was it last weekend i don't know i think it was last i think weekend. it was yeah um what was one takeaway that you got from the conference
1: mm, takeaway from the conference of the marriage conference of the conferences of marriage um I think the biggest takeaway uh in general, not even uh going even beyond marriage, but I think in that was for men to be understanding to women. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was a real big thing of understanding the differences between um guys and girls and understanding um, how you respond to things will be different than how I will respond to things. And just because you don't respond to things the way I respond to things doesn't Mm -hmm. mean you're doing it wrong. But Mm -hmm. I have to understand from your point of view of what's going on. And I think that's just, I think that goes even beyond marriage um, to even either discipleship or just friendship or even communication Mm -hmm. with people, being able to understand where they're coming from and being able to um, see their point of view and communicate like that. I think Mm that was really um, good for me.
0: I liked how the guy gave us, like, quantitative numbers. Do you remember this? Where he was saying, so oh. um, this situation could happen. I don't know. Let's say you you lose your keys or something.
1: Mm. Like I do all the time. It doesn't sound like a hypothetical <laughs> wait, no, wait, situation. Not, I got to
0: think of one where... <laughs> wait, let me, let me think of one where it happens to me. Um, I can't think of anything. <laughs> Remember yes. how he was saying like for if something happens and maybe it bothers the woman more. And to her, she's interpreting it as on a scale of 1 to 10. This is an 8 for me, like 8 in a intensity. A scale of 1 to
1: 10 meaning 10 is, ten is like, really
0: it's really hard, hard for, you for you because it's like makes you crazy, or, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so something could happen and to the woman, it could be an 8. And to the guy, he could be like, why are you making such a big deal out of it? Because you're perceiving it as a 3 or something, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's cool to identify, but like, you know, in the heat of the moment, are we going to be like, (laughs) is this a nine for you? You know, so I'm wondering how do you apply that information, which is really helpful, Mm. you know?
1: Well, I I think yours and mine are are very similar in the sense that um, our perceived, our perception of things are different. Mm -hmm. And I think it helps to understand that it is different and it's okay to be different and so even on the flip uh flip side if something is a 10 to me it could be a four to you Mm -hmm. but for you to come at me and say why are you freaking out uh it's not that bad it's not that big of a deal i think makes the situation way worse when in my head it is a 10 yeah um and it is as bad as it could be um And vice versa. Yeah, Yeah.
0: I guess then it really does come from the person who's not perceiving it as a big deal to serve the other person, right? Mm. By by trying to empathize with Mm. how severe it is, rather than because the person who's freaking out can't think soberly at the time, right? Mm. So,
1: Yeah, that was a good lesson.
0: Mm. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Do you remember? I forget the name of the guy.
1: Gordon, balls. He's really (laughs) genuine.
0: Was that really his name?
1: So can't remember his name.
0: He wrote a book called Common Ground, I think. Yeah.
1: Looking it up right okay. now.
0: I really liked um, how genuine he was. Right? Mm. Like, he'd get teary-eyed just sharing his own stories and, um, yeah. Until he had a really soft heart.
1: Gordon Balls. Yeah. hmm
0: Yep. So, if you want to check out his stuff, his book is called Common Ground. Yeah.
1: Next topic.
0: Yeah, we're gonna have to think of transitions. <laughs> in the meantime, since we uh
1: This is episode two, guys, we're we're still figuring this out.
0: Can't generate our own sound effects. Well I guess this is our makeshift <laughs> version of it. Um I, I kinda wanted to talk about this because it's been bothering me too. Um but I kinda wanna know. Um so we are currently, for those of you who don't know, are currently in the midst of looking for jobs. And I just thought, what do you think, or how is the job hunting experience in Texas different from what you've experienced in Hawaii? Maybe even in like practically, like Hawaii versus mainland differences, as well as like maybe even like spiritually. Like, how has God worked differently this time around than He has for you in the past?
1: Oh, that's a good one. Um, hmm, I think the 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 immediate. Thing that I noticed is that we can't wear a law shirt and Mm. khakis and shoes and show up. Uh, It got to be a little more formal than that. Yeah. So uh, that was the first (laughs) shocker. Um, I did spend like two days looking for shoes because I didn't want anything too fancy, but Uh I didn't want anything too not fancy. And Christine and I got into many arguments about Mm -hmm. shoes. Mm -hmm. Um, That was the first one. Uh,
0: I was stressed out about finding a blazer too. Mm. Remember, because yeah. you know, you know, it's crazy though. Because the thing said like, okay, please dress. in... Oh, I don't know if this is grumbling, but I'm gonna say it anyway. <laughs> um, it grumble, said, grumble, grumble, grumble. please dress in business professional attire. So I went and found a blazer, right? Um didn't want to spend too much money because what if I don't get the position then mm-hmm. I just dropped a lot of money on a blazer. And so I got a pretty affordable one. And then I go in, take this aptitude test that's like an hour long, which is like this SAT thing. I won't name the company though. Um and then I thought I was gonna have an in person interview and it was a Skype interview. Yeah. Which, I mean, it, it helped that, like, the blazer is, you know, what I'm wearing on top. So, I guess it still matters. could have worn but... shorts. Yeah, <laughs> I could have. I could have wore a blazer and shorts and kind of... No, but then afterwards, I did meet with people, so... But they were dressed really casually, mm-hmm. like, business casual. And I was like, oh, I feel really overdressed. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's that's one thing that's different, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if it's Hawaii or... I don't know if this is a Hawaii slash mainland difference or if it's just the type of jobs that I've gotten different. But um, the job that I'm aiming for right now has uh, it's I'm going into the third interview. Mm -hmm. So it's three separate interviews um, over the span of probably three weeks Mm -hmm. um, rather than all the other jobs that I had were pretty much one interview. Yeah. Um, And so that is a lot more taxing. Yeah. Um, then, uh, then just having one interview. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And same for me too. I'm going into third round, right, mm-hmm. for this other company. Mm-hmm. So, which is crazy because I'm like, there's more people here in Texas, yeah. right? So like, if they're doing this for each candidate, that that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So. And then for spiritually, uh, the way it's been different is. Um, in Hawaii with the church we had a whole bunch of we have a community and mm-hmm. so within that community everyone has jobs and so everyone knows that there's openings in their company and mm-hmm. so we'll get like um the references as well as um or that's how we'll get jobs. So that's mm-hmm. how I got all my jobs in the past through a person. Through people through yeah. another person. Mm-hmm. Um except for my last one. But my last one was because of a, a person. person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um in Hawaii, it really was who you know. And this time around, it was just looking for jobs and hoping that yeah. we get it. That's all that was. That you, was different.
0: Do you think that you're, this time looking for a job, you're a little bit more desperate for God to, you know, come through? I oh, mean, it's I a guess... definitely a lot more prayers. Yeah, uh,
1: Definitely a lot more um, whining. <laughs> a lot more complaining and grumbling. A lot more regretting of certain decisions.
2: Oh, like what? Uh,
1: Like, shucks, did we move wrong? Mm. Like, it's so hard to get a job. Like, I thought we'd get a job pretty quickly, but it's been almost a full month. But what's crazy is that when we talk with people at mm-hmm. the church that we found, it's like, oh, yeah, we waited, like... A month and a half before anyone even Mm -hmm. reached out to us, we met another person that said it took like six months to just get a job. six months just to hear back. So I guess it is still grace that uh, for both of us, we're here for a month and we're already on our third interview for certain places.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah, it was tough. It's still tough. Mm. But... It is what it is. That's the way the Lord wants to do it. That's the way the Lord wants to do it. Mm
0: No, Yeah, I've been thinking about um, how do you reconcile then? Or can we talk about, I guess, I feel like, sorry, I'm trying to formulate what my thoughts are kind of jumbled up. But you know how we say as a Christian we're by faith you know, we're walking by faith. And a lot of times as we walk by faith, it's waiting too, right? And it's waiting for Mm -hmm. a certain amount of time. So I guess my question is, how does one differentiate between, okay, I'm just going to grab this job because it's the first one offered to me Mm -hmm. and I'm kind of desperate, you know, Mm -hmm. versus like, no, by faith, I'm going to wait, you know, but then, but then there's wisdom too, right? So I, Mm I, And the reason why I ask this is because, as as you know, Daniel, <laughs> um, I've been given an offer by one company that I'm not necessarily wanting to take, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's the practical... See, I don't know if it's practical or wisdom of like, okay, well, here's an offer and God clearly opened it up. Do we take it or do I wait on these other offers, you know, or these other this other interview and... Or hope that, you know, all these other jobs I've applied for will get back to me. Like, do we wait on that? You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I so that's where it gets kind of muddy for me of... So do I take the job by faith or do I, by faith, wait? Mm-hmm. You know?
1: I think... And for anyone who has an answer to that, please text email us because that's a really <laughs> uh-huh. good question. And that's a one of those... That's really tough to figure out. But I think... I think the way you said it was the way you would look at it is it faith that you're going to take it or is it faith that you're not going to take it mm-hmm. or is it faith Or yeah is is it which one is faith because mm-hmm. I think one of them wouldn't be faith you know what I mean mm-hmm. I think that's but that's the hard part of identifying in my opinion of mm-hmm. what it is because um the job that you have you're not a big fan of. Mm-hmm. And so could that be faith taking it because you don't like it?
2: Yeah. I thought is that it too. that
1: way? Yeah. Or is it faith to not take that? Cause you think God yeah. will give you a job that you enjoy. And I think that's the hard part of like, which one is faith? Mm-hmm.
0: Um, See, cause it's hard sometimes. Cause I'm like, there's a part of me that believes, okay, God is a God who gives good gifts. Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and that every good and ing- you know, perfect gift is from the father of the lights and Mm -hmm. that, and yet he's gracious in these gifts, right? Mm -hmm. Because he doesn't have to give them to us. Mm -hmm. So there's a part of me that's thinking, you know, that has a hard time reconciling, Mm -hmm. like as, as a believer, when it comes to something like jobs, you know, I don't want to like over spiritualize it, you know? Mm -hmm. And I know we often talk about Kevin DeYoung and his book, just do something right. Mm -hmm. Which is a really great resource for anyone who's interested. Mm -hmm. Um, But I remember that the one takeaway I got from that book is unless it's like a morally or like an ethically, what is it, decision. ethically driven decision, then
2: that one God's easy. will yeah. is
0: pretty clear, Whatever right? The of says, like, yeah. yeah, of like if it's between just two jobs, there isn't like one that's more evil than the other, right? And yeah. in a sense, um, so I guess that's where it gets tricky when you're in yeah green matters, right
1: well, I um, think the big thing that uh, and we talked about this of the um of the uh I read a devotional the utmost for my highest mm-hmm. Oswald chambers, I think that's what it is um I think that's who it was um and he talked about um spiritual dejection or depression because God didn't answer. Mm-hmm. Um, the way you thought he would, but and he used the example of the road to Emmaus, the two the mm-hmm. two guys in on the road. And um the way it, what I took out of it was that the facts are true, but their interpretation of the fact was wrong. Mm-hmm. And so uh when Jesus came up to the two guys they were like or Jesus like, Hey, what's wrong? Why are you guys all sad? And mm-hmm. um the two guys were like uh, yeah, we thought this guy was going to redeem Israel, and mm-hmm. he's dead, and it's already been the third day, and his body's missing. Mm-hmm. And their fact wasn't wrong; they were um, they were right in that Jesus came to redeem Israel, but they came to redeem Israel uh, differently because they thought mm-hmm. it would be, it was a political movement to get him out of Rome Roman rule. Uh, but Jesus didn't come for that. Jesus came to redeem Israel as well as everyone else out of their sins, mm-hmm. and so. I think that's the same thing of like every good and perfect gift comes from God but that doesn't necessarily mean the good and perfect gift is the gift that is absolutely enjoyable and absolutely good for me. Yeah. And so I think that's the part that we have to remember because that's I think we I think if we stick to that mentality of every good and perfect gift is um something that is enjoyable then that almost sounds and not saying that you were saying this, but that, that could lead to like a prosperity gospel mm-hmm. of like good and perfect is uh, me being healthy and wealthy, mm-hmm. and so if I get a job and that job's only going to pay me twenty grand, then that's not God because mm-hmm. it's not it's not uh, good enough for me. It's mm-hmm. not good in my head.
0: No, yeah, and see, I I understand that the fact of the matter is, no matter what jobs we take, mm-hmm. right. We're still going to see God in either one of yeah. those jobs, and I think yeah. God will show up and yeah. be obvious to us in whatever needs we have. You know, mm-hmm. it's just I think right now there's a part of me that's saying like I really want to just hold out a little bit longer to see what God does. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? And if if God doesn't, you know, yeah. doesn't open up any other doors, then we're just gonna we're just gonna go with this one, mm-hmm. right? But
1: and that's where the understanding from the marriage conference comes into the play for me. Why? <laughs> in terms of, because you and I work differently in that sense.
0: You would just snatch would, up the first yeah, one?
1: <laughs> because in my head, um, the way I think is, uh, I'll, I'll do what it takes to get to where we want, where we need to, which mm-hmm. is financially stable. And if this is the first thing that's given to me, then yeah, we'll go for it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, versus, and and um, I don't know if anyone's heard our, uh, illustration of how we, how Christine and I work, but the best illustration is there's a, a Lego car, yeah, there, there's a Lego, who, who,
0: who thought of this? I was did. It? That was me. Was it, it was collaborative, right? Was it a Saturday morning?
1: Yeah, whatever. It I was totally it was... me. Okay. It was totally okay, now, me, but whatever.
0: Mind. Sorry. <laughs> Shows the evil in my heart for wanting to have credit.
1: So, the idea is um, there's a starting point and an end point to the the road. And along the side of the road is all these Lego pieces. Yes. And for Christine, what she will do is. So,
0: the objective is to 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 cross
1: the the finish finish line line as
0: fast as possible. As fast
1: as possible. And what Christine will do is she'll. So,
0: let's set the scene. Okay. So it's going the countdown is gonna start three, two. So you and I both are on separate roads okay. with we only have we have nothing, right? Okay. Yes. And it goes three, two, one, kinda like the Mario Kart leg yeah. and it goes bing and then yeah. it starts. Yeah, now what do we
1: do? So what Christine will do is she won't move. What she'll do is she'll go to the Lego parts around her, mm-hmm. find the best ones, put it in the car, and then move. Mm-hmm. So you'll prepare everything and make sure everything's good before you move. Mm-hmm. The way I'll work is once the green light goes, I'm gonna start moving, and on the way, I'm gonna start grabbing pieces to make um, to to make my car faster as mm-hmm. I go.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so uh, that's the best illustration that um, that summarizes the way we work. Yeah, so and you so, figure
0: it out as you go. I, I need out, to figure out the blueprint first and before then you go. go.
1: Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And that's the difference between you. So again, going back to the job, you want to prepare and make sure everything is right before you take this one. I
0: think I just want to know what all my choices are before I pick yeah,
1: yeah, one. Yeah, Does yeah, that yeah, make yeah, sense? Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Well, it doesn't make sense to me in terms yeah, of because right. that's not how I work. But <laughs> that's part of the understanding yeah. of like, okay, that's how you work. This is what it is. Because yeah. in my head, I'm like, dude, just take it because it's right there it's mm-hmm. it's the first thing it's decent it works with what our goals are yeah um and if those quote-unquote check marks uh or those check off lists, if this job checks off all everything yeah. on that list then let's do it yeah and that's the that's the difference between you and me
0: yeah i suppose so hopefully by the next podcast we'll both have jobs please pray <laughs> for us yeah yeah it's been tough Arduous process. Very. It's different when one person is going through it. It's hard when we're both going through it. And I, I have to admit, sometimes when, you know what I mean? You, you get this third interview for this place that you really want. I'm like, there's a part of me that's sincerely excited for you. And then there's a part of me that's like, how come I didn't get my third interview for the other place? <laughs> you know? And I'm like, that's just such a the depravity of hu- humanity. Right? Well, if it that's- makes you
1: feel any better. Yeah. This job was something I wasn't really... Uh, not, not the job itself, but the industry mm-hmm. was something I didn't want to get back into. Oh. The AV. But mm-hmm. going back to... And not to say I, I hate it. Yeah. It was just more of I wanted to try new things. But
0: Oh, I mean, you don't have to take...
1: Oh, no. Yeah. But see, the difference between you and me is we need, <laughs> the already, foundation already... needs to be yeah, set yeah, yeah. first. So yeah, this is the first job. I'm going to take it. It okay. checks off everything. It works with my skill. works with the pay. And yeah. if God decides to give it to me, I'm going to take it.
0: If not AV, what would you do?
1: I have no idea okay that was part of what houston was going to be figure out but could be av (laughs)
0: yeah so something i wanted to this could be the last thing we'll talk about for today but um i wanted to talk about is it possible for humans to experience a righteous anger in our sinful bodies. And there, so let me paint the scene again. Now, the reason why I think about this is, so something <laughs> had got happened. This really theological. <laughs> this is kind of a serious podcast this time around. But we haven't talked about this, right? And I wanted, we had said in our podcast, if we're going to talk about something, we don't want to talk about it prior. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then re-talk about it again because then our thoughts are solidified. But we want this to kind of be raw and us figuring it out together. So that, that, together. that
1: by the way means that what we say may be wrong because yeah. it's on the top yeah. of our minds so if we say something wrong <laughs> uh send a text send a email and we, are we'll pop- we, may, we may have changed our decision yeah. right after we yeah. stop this recording yeah but continue
0: um so something had happened that was pretty emotional for me um Last week? Was it last week that it happened with the box? Oh, okay. Okay, so, so I didn't want to talk about that until we figure out God's redeeming story. Because there's something I noticed in hard situations, and this has been a very hard situation, particularly for me, um, is that I've learned that God is still very gracious in hard situations. You know what I mean? And, and we definitely saw that a glimpse of that. But because it's not complete yet, I don't want to talk about it because I kind of want to see the complete story unfold before we share yeah anyway so something happened right that was quite
1: for episode yeah, three
0: yeah it's a cliffhanger um that was i'd say like slightly traumatic for me you know um it really hit a soft spot for me and i had Um, we had, you know, we have these community groups that have been going on Wednesday and this past Wednesday, the men and the women, they split up at the end and just kind of share prayer requests. Now I fully knew that I was going to share this prayer request and just be raw and just be real. What I didn't realize is I was going to burst into tears (laughs) with people that I've only met, you know, like two weeks ago. So, um, I was pretty embarrassed after, but at the same time I was like, well, you know what, God, I want it to be real and raw and transparent and, how much more real and raw can you be unless you burst into tears, (laughs) you know? So, um, so that had happened. But going back to the anger thing, there was one point where I legitimately felt like, and I remember I told you this, right? Where I said, I feel like the enemy really sucker punched me super bad in a weak spot of mine. Mm -hmm. And, and I hated him with all like my guts, you know, like Mm -hmm. there's, every like bone and marrow in my body I felt like trembled at how much I hated the enemy and how just evil, you know, he mm-hmm. is and conniving and I still get angry thinking about it. Sorry. <laughs> Probably hear my voice. Hello <laughs> Hello, you <laughs> um so so I was thinking about that, right? Of like my anger towards the enemy. Um but I do know that there there is that verse that says, in your anger, do not sin, right? Mm-hmm. And interestingly, so I've been reading through my chronological Bible, and I'm currently in 1 Samuel, and I just read about the part where, um, gosh, there's some evil king, and he basically is, like, harassing, I think it's the Reubenites and, like, the gadites or some like two tribes like i think smaller tribes like east of the jordan or west or some direction of the jordan (laughs) river okay and basically i think he told them something to the effect of this is like first time at 10 i think 10 11 12 something around there sorry and this king basically tells him like hey i'm gonna oppress you i'm gonna take you over Mm -hmm. and and obviously the israelites are like no please don't let's make a peace treaty do you know do you remember the story
1: ah uh, vaguely okay
0: and then the king says something to the effect of okay well we'll make a deal but i'm going to gouge out the right eye of every male in those like tribes or something okay. and so israel then goes back and tells the king okay give us like x amount of time where we're going to reach out for help to the israelites and see if they're going to come support us and somehow He says, okay. And so the Israelites, those tribes come, they send messengers and they're distraught because they're like, they're going to, yeah, they're, they're literally, it's, I think it's like disgraceful. It's shameful. I mean, it's. It's terrible, right? Mm-hmm. And so all these I think the messengers and the top guys hear about it and then Saul was just anointed king, but I don't think he had garnered the respect of the people just yet. I think this is really early in his kingship and he like comes back in from the field or something and basically says, "Okay, what 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 happened? Why are you guys crying?" And they tell him what happened, and then it said something like the spirit of the Lord filled him. I I need to look this up. It filled him and like he burned with an anger or something. Um, and then basically he assimilates all of Israel. They take over the king and they're fine. But that in conjunction to, I guess, what I felt recently, like,
2: mm-hmm.
0: is, I'm sorry, I'm trying to find the, oh, okay, here, can I read this part real fast?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So this is 1 Samuel 11, verse this is the ESV. This is verse 5. Now, behold, Saul was coming from the field behind the oxen. And Saul said, What is wrong with the people that they are weeping? So they told him the news of the be- of the men of Jabesh. Jabesh, Sorry, I don't know how to say it. And the Spirit of God rushed upon Saul when he heard these words and his anger was greatly kindled. And then, um, yeah, and then they figure it out and they annihilate the king or whatever and all as well. But... I guess I wasn't sure, like, if the Spirit of God rushed upon him, I guess it, it says, and his anger was greatly kindled, like, if the Spirit of God lives in us now, like, is it possible for us in our depraved state for humans to experience a righteous anger?
1: That's a very theological question. Uh I would assume so. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we have to separate anger between... um Injustice to us versus injustice to God. Or not, wait, let me rephrase that. Not injustice to God, but injustice um, to the things that God dislikes. So...
0: Do um, you think God's anger burns with just any injustice, period? Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, whether it was for me personally, where I felt like the enemy really, you know, took a jab at me. Versus Saul who saw these certain tribes being oppressed.
1: Oh, I really don't know. Right? I don't Do know how. Think...
0: Yeah, I mean, we're... Because yeah, I think... I
1: again, everyone, this is off the top of our heads. You we're know, <laughs> thinking. Um, because a part of me thinks, like, all the injustices that happened to Job
2: mm.
1: was... um, What's that called?
2: Mm-hmm. Was
1: already seen by god before Mm. that it was it was a it was permitted by god Mm -hmm. but then you have jesus who was in the temple and they were defaming the temple Mm -hmm. and that anger came out and we know that jesus is righteous and so his anger was righteous at that time but Mm -hmm. when you see it when you think i mean the whole time you were talking i was trying to figure out like how jesus went through stuff and if you see the personal injustice that he was going through on that cross when people were mm. spitting at him and doing all these things, he, he wasn't angry. Yeah. yeah, he wasn't angry. Oh, I, I mean, I don't know if he was angry, but he wasn't angry. Mm. I mean, I think the phrase that kind of quells that thought is, Father, forgive them for they yeah. do not know what they're doing. Yeah. But then you got the other side of Jesus when he was at the temple and he started flipping t- chairs and tables yeah. and whipping people Oh, I don't know if it was whipping people, but, yes, but like, the whip. he... he had a whip. I don't know if, I don't, I don't know if he was. Did he? Yeah, he had a whip at one, one of the times.
0: Really? Is that so? Oh, gosh. I don't remember that detail. You know, I've always wondered with that passage, do you think people can accuse Jesus of being violent because he flips tables over? It's not like, right, he like, Yeah like knocks it over but i i'm imagining him to like he like flips them over right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but granted because it's what inanimate objects does that make him not violent you know what i mean versus maybe violence is really when it causes harm towards another being or another
1: living creature i don't know i have no idea okay i don't know where it is guys oh you know i have a computer right in front of me huh. Jesus
0: brings whip. Up the whip.
1: <laughs> Jesus clears the temple, uh, so he made a whip out of cords.
0: Oh, really? Yeah,
1: he made a whip out of cords.
0: Oh, I missed these details. They totally uh, and drove all the picture. temple
1: courts, both mm. sheep and cattle. Oh, there's probably more for the animals. Oh, for I the wonder.
0: animals, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But yeah, so he mm. does have anger in yeah. that sense, and I think his anger burned because of the defamation of mm. God.
2: Yeah. and
1: uh, the defi- defamation of what is holy. Wow, mm. defamation. Why am I saying that word? That's a million-dollar word. Um, versus a personal injustice. So yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know yeah. To the answer to your question. But the one thing I do know is that he's angry when, or the righteous anger burns when the holy is defamed.
0: Mm-hmm. So I guess in my situation, it wouldn't necessarily, because I'm not getting angry about, god's holiness being affected and yeah. you know, i'm just being upset that satan would be so cruel mm-hmm.
1: right mm-hmm. but then if we if we take job's yeah point of view it was god permitted yeah knowing that every good and perfect gift comes from god somehow some way she form.
0: was job angry you know what I mean? I'm to, I'm realizing I'm these are people, with and what we don't always get is we don't always get the emotions behind all these stories and incidents, right? And I've always pictured Job to be this man who is absolutely distraught, but i wondered, did he ever show any signs of anger?
1: I'm not too familiar with Job yeah. to, to say yes or no. I mean, he does. I feel like, question God. Yeah. Like, what are you doing?
0: I've come to realize it is it really is through dialogue that we get to see emotions, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say that is because this morning when we we're looking at the recap of the Eagles versus um, the Patriots, right? And when we we're watching that YouTube clip of, what is it called? The players' microphones?
1: they just can, mic'd up. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. And we're, they're just revealing what some of the players are saying throughout these crazy uh, plays, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, you see the emotion behind the players and the teams. Mm-hmm versus when we were watching the game we got none of that yeah. You know, I mean we saw Tom Brady sitting down distraught but we don't, hearing the vocal or the dialogue really vamp, vamps up the emotions yeah, right yeah, and so
1: yeah.
0: I just wondered if
1: yeah yeah
0: so what do you do with anger
1: in your anger do not sin
0: okay <laughs> <laughs> thank you uh
1: no. I guess you I just gotta take it to God, It's yeah. one of those. It's one of those to each their own. Yeah.
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and again, different situations would cause different levels of anger. Mm-hmm. I mean, to someone who loses a pen and gets angry, I'd probably tell them to chill out. But if someone then
0: again to them it's a nine and to you it's a three.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I think I think that one (laughs) when you put into his perspective of like someone who just lost family because a drunken driver, that's an anger that's when you when you put it in perspective that losing a pen is nothing. And so, I mean, there's no blanket answer. You can't just tell everyone.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. I think the final answer to everything is take it to God. But taking your angry pen or lost pen to God in anger and taking. Your anger of a lost family is much mm-hmm. different. And
0: Well, see, but to be real, like, if I were to lose my one of my fountain pens, I would be pretty disappointed, yeah, you know, and upset. And I think God's compassionate where he'll listen to those. What is petty? You know? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I totally. He's a good God to listen to those things. Yeah.
1: yeah. And I think that's why every answer to, or every the final answer to all of that is take it to God. Mm-hmm. But on our end. It really is how do we, do we, are we able to understand their point of view and what's going on in their mind mm-hmm. and able to empathize and sympathize and to work with that. Mm. Because if you lost a ballpoint pen, I'd tell you to chill out. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you lost something more than that, I think I'd probably just pull back in mm. comfort more than anything else.
0: Mm-hmm. Understanding. Yeah. Well, this is quite serious. It's kind of a heavy podcast <laughs> episode, two. So just to lighten it up at the end. Um, any favorites of Houston to close it out? We did mention today over lunch that the sushi here seems to be better than the sushi in Hawaii.
1: Yeah, which is actually kind of kind weird. Of surprising. Yeah, uh, The fish here is very fresh. Yeah, We checked out a poke place. Um, it's oh, called yeah, yeah, yeah. Poki, I think. And it's yep. P-O-K-I-I. And the it's way they P-O-K-I-I. got that name yep. is poke. Plus Hawaii yeah. equals pokey.
0: <laughs> Brilliant.
1: <sighs> yeah, I wouldn't say that. But um it was good. there we just got the basic which is the shoyu poke. Um, and it tasted like home, that mm-hmm. part of it. With the with exception to like adding they, they had like weird all these toppings, toppings like yeah. edamame and weird furukake. It wasn't furukake, it was just something yeah, different. No, even was, though they call yeah, it furukake. Yeah. It was and
0: misspelled too that <laughs> yeah. I'm quite a sick. Kuda <laughs> with a eye. Yeah, like, what?
1: But oh well. Yeah. That was the and then we ate at a sushi place today mm-hmm. called Kuda Sushi. Um I definitely like the selection at Genki better. There's a lot better stuff in terms of like the poke bowls over there oh, and whatnot. Yeah. But the freshness of the fish here was actually a lot better. Yeah. Which is very surprising. Mm
2: hmm.
1: So And cheaper.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: So, yeah, I think that's that was good. I know how we can end this. How do you want to end so this? So, we played this game yesterday. What is it called? Pun. Oh, pun.
0: pun. Let me look it up. It's a game about puns.
1: It's basically a game, um, Punderdome. Yes, Punderdome, and it's basically. Kind of like apples to apples, where you flip over these two cards, and they're two random, um, two random subjects. So one of them was. Uh One of them was... What was it? It was Star Wars and...
0: Oh, I like that one. Um, Okay, so there's two cards. Did you say that one is the theme and one is the context? No, it doesn't matter because it can be either way.
1: It doesn't matter. Really? I thought
0: it was like the green one was the context and then the other one was the subject.
1: No, they were either way.
0: Well, anyway, it was Star Wars and...
1: What was it? Star Wars and something. Oh, and and building. Oh, I'm building. Yeah. And so... Uh, you basically have to make a uh, a pun about it. And yeah. so to, to end the podcast, I'll leave you with my pun that I made out at the end. Oh, and can so, I give
0: a disclaimer? What is it? So even though we say it's like apples to apples, so we expected that you would pick out cards that have puns on them, but rather, did you say this already? No, to, no. Oh, okay. You have to create it yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah you so it's actually it. kind of difficult. Yeah. Yeah. And so. Should I share my veggie one? Remember? What was it? You
1: can do it. Go for it. This is how we're <laughs> going to end the podcast, guys, with these two lame puns. Oh, never
0: mind. I not want to say it. It's really bad. Okay. Okay, we'll just do yours. Okay. So, so Star Wars and building. Yeah. So you have to, You can think of a joke or you can just think of a phrase or whatever you want. It has to be somewhat punny and, yeah. Related. What did,
1: oh, I don't remember it. What did the Wookiee mm-hmm. say to the Japanese worker when he screwed up? Chewbacca. Ha <laughs>
2: ha
0: oh, Yeah, that was a good one. Except no one else got it, yeah. Uh, okay. Never I know. I very much thought it was funny. I okay. thanks for it.
1: lifting me up at the end of this podcast. Okay. And...
0: Anyway, that's Punderdome. <laughs> yeah. Check it out. It's a really neat concept. You just have to it's play really with people though. who are like quick thinkers you know it was it was really hard i thought i thought it was, yeah,
1: it was really, really hard tough. Yeah. But yeah i guess
0: there's a certain way you have to think when you play that game mm-hmm. yeah we just haven't figured it out yet
1: mm-hmm. so. all right everyone well thanks for hearing us out mm-hmm. text us email us if you want to hear about something else what any yeah, specifics if you have about. any
0: um suggestions of what to talk about let us know we just literally or christine just literally um Curates a list based upon <laughs> Hence her. why Christine uh, asked
1: all the questions yeah, and I just respond. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Okay. I'll catch you guys later.
2: Bye bye.